What's up, Fire Fam? Thank you guys for coming out to another one of our podcasts, episode three. And I just want to thank you guys because we're, we're really enjoying doing this. Like, it's yeah, really having fun. It's a lot of fun um, just to talk. You know, Kiziana and I don't talk unless it's a podcast. You know, like we actually just live <laughs> in, sit silence. in silence. Yeah, 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 we just sit and look at each other. We want to save it all up for this, you know, like uh, uh, keep the mystery. The podcast is really, it's really uh, saving our marriage. It yeah, it's us really talking. brought us together. It's really brought us together, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, so um, in this episode, we are going to be talking about intermittent fasting. Yes, so this actually fasting. goes out to our friend, our listener, our client, Vincent, who requested some mm. intermittent fasting info. So, Vincent, this goes out to you. Um, yeah, so Shout we're excited Playboy. to talk about it today. Um, intermittent fasting is something that I use in my own personal life, and I still yeah. do use it. Um, if you know us and you know our brand, you know that we are do not advocate for diet fads, restrictive nah. trends, unsustainable anything in nutrition or fitness wise. So the reason why we're going to talk about intermittent fasting today is because we do believe that this is one quote unquote, like exception to the rule. Not that it's really an exception because it's not about cutting out certain food groups right. like a lot of diets do. It's more about when you eat, not what you eat. So for us, it is a sustainable, um, non-restrictive, moderate eating uh way of eating that we're going to talk about today so that's why we're going to talk about that yeah because i I think that if you've ever followed kind of like fads and trends as far as your diet is concerned all of them essentially make food the enemy you Mm -hmm. know and like this really isn't about making any specific food group or any type of food uh the enemy it's not putting the onus on the food but more so on like just the times during the day that you eat which I think mentally is is uh, a more positive approach to dealing with diet and and uh, what you're putting into your body and all that stuff. Yes, absolutely. We again, we do not ever advocate for cutting out certain food groups or macronutrients or types of food uh, like on like altogether. We definitely are about a balanced and moderate approach to nutrition. So that's why we're going to talk about intermittent fasting today and let you know a little bit of what it is, how it works, and what some of the proven benefits are because there actually are uh, quite a few. So. Brandon, talk to us here about what is intermittent fasting. Yeah, so intermittent fasting, um, it's just an eating plan that like you you essentially switch between fasting and eating on, on a schedule, mm-hmm. right? So like you'll have a certain number of hours during the day to eat and then uh, hours in the day that you don't eat. And like that's basically the, the premise and the idea of the, uh, of the plan of the diet, you know? Yes, and so basically there are there are a few different approaches uh, to how to do intermittent fasting. A daily approach is the most common. So for right. example, most people who follow intermittent fasting do so on what's called a 16-8 method, meaning you fast for 16 hours a day and you eat for eight hours a day on a daily basis. So basically, say after dinner, you wanna eat or drink anything besides water until a late breakfast or lunch the next day. So. In practice, this looks like eating from the hours of like 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. or from 12 to 8. Um, and so you, but you can kind of play with that and tinker with that based on your schedule. And like what um, works for you and how you're feeling and all that stuff. Yeah. And sometimes um, fasting for 16 hours can feel like a lot to some people who are just starting out. And we definitely are not like health 
Nazis about this. It's like if you're no. sitting there and you're starving, it's like go eat. It's, like, go, it's really get, not that serious. Get a snack. Go go yeah. ahead and, and grab something. And remember like, that like for <laughs> eight of those sixteen hours, you should be like sleeping. Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, if sixteen, yeah, eight, sure, quote unquote, we yeah, all get eight yeah, hours yeah, of sleep, yeah, right? Yeah. Shout definitely out to my not. Workers out here. Definitely, definitely not six hours, hours of sleep. Of sleep. <laughs> um, but no, but if sixteen hours feels like a lot, which it can to some people, some people also do a fourteen ten method where they only fast for fourteen and then eat for ten, right. or even a twelve and twelve method. And this can be a way to build up to longer fasting intervals, or not, or to stick with a method that works for you. And right. the thing about this eating plan is that you don't have to do it a certain way or even do it every day or all the time in order to see benefits. It's really about listening to your body and seeing the things that work for you. Um, so that's the normal daily approach. There is also something called the 5-2 approach, with, which involves eating regularly five days a week and then limiting yourself to a smaller meal two days a week. So, for example, you would eat normally every day besides, say, Monday and Thursday, where you would only eat 500 to 600 calories in that day. We don't specifically recommend that method. I don't right, actually nah. like cutting calories that low ever. Um, so I like to advocate for a more daily approach where you're still eating a normal amount of calories every day, just within a certain window, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, mentally that the the kind of like weekly basis is it's just hard. Like mm -hmm. it's just a hard mental thing to do. So I definitely wouldn't start with like anybody. I I just wouldn't advocate it in general, just for me personally in my life. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing. I like to eat. I like to to have food inside of my body. It makes me feel good. Um, so I definitely wouldn't uh, recommend going that hard. Yeah, but, especially if like you, uh, you know if you have any issues with maybe being too restrictive with food or you can fall into more crash diets yeah. more easily, yeah. definitely doing a method where you're eating that little twice a week could be harmful as well. So it's definitely something that we don't advocate for for most people. Yeah. Remember, like, you know, for, with us, if you listen to our things, we're definitely here for a good ramp up. You know, like um, know what mentally you can handle as far as like, you know, you have to evaluate your relationship with food, what it is. And uh, I, I'm always about slowly weaning yourself off of like that mentality or whatever it is, rather than just trying to make a stark, hard change. Right. Like, I think that those hard changes are ones that you're not going to stick to. So definitely yeah. with the intermittent fasting, I would start maybe even like I'll, I'll even recommend for people like just don't eat after 8 p.m. Right. Like just start. Yeah. Start there. Even if you're not counting necessarily the hours, like if you know you need breakfast right now, then like eat your breakfast. But I'd say like after 8 p.m., try not to eat. Don't eat, you know? Yeah. Drink and this also goes water, for do all those things. Yes. This also goes for drinking like non water substances. Yeah. This yeah. is actually the hardest part of intermittent fasting is like, say you finish eating dinner at like seven or eight, but then you want to have a glass of wine and then you end up drinking until 11 or 12 and then exactly. all of a sudden yeah. that throws off your whole because that's still calories right so that that throws off your whole schedule for the rest of the week the rest of the day so you know so that's it's also a good way to kind of curb some maybe like late night snacking late night yeah. drinking that we probably shouldn't be doing that much of like, anyways so it's just, a good just, way to, it's a good tool just get drunk before eight 
Yeah, just exactly. You know I mean? That's really all it is. Like, just get, just get drunk, have your glass, bottle, whatever. What we're, what we're really advocating for is day drinking, right? Yeah, I mean, well, not not now with daylight savings time. You know what I mean? It's like freaking dark at four. Eight o'clock feels like midnight. So yeah, you might so as well be toasted by then. Just just to be clear, guys, we are 100% kidding. And you should not be getting drunk every day during the daylight hours. Oh, we didn't say every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there are, there are days. No, um, no. I mean, I think that it, it, putting those kind of like uh, time restrictions on it is just a better method um and and easy e- just a, a little easier to sustain yes yeah, so before we get into the benefits we have five main benefits that we think um come from intermittent fasting but before we do that just a quick recap so intermittent fasting is a daily schedule of fasting and eating and the way that we advocate to do it is either in a 16 8 time frame or a 14 10 or even a 12 12 on the daily basis based right. on what's sustainable for you so Let's get into some of the benefits here. Um, so the top five reasons we recommend utilizing intermittent fasting. Number one is that intermittent fasting improves many health markers. So, for example, research has shown that fasting can protect against chronic diseases, diabetes, heart disease, um, inflammatory bowel disease, types of cancer, and even specifically neurodegenerative order disorders. It can help with all of that stuff yeah i mean i think that what we always have to remember is that the body is um you know we we didn't evolve with buffets you know i mean like we didn't evolve with like fast food we didn't evolve with having food at our beck and call at all times right like we evolved where there were periods that you wouldn't be eating all the time so that definitely is something your body your mind uh uh yourself is is designed to deal with and design to do. Yeah. Yeah, it has these health benefits because this is the way that we're actually meant to be living, where there yes. are periods that we don't have food in our body. Like when we were like, you know, hunter-gatherers and there weren't supermarkets down the street or, you know, bodegas open 24-7, right. the body did evolve going through these kind of like feast and famine periods. So the body actually does respond very well to this in terms of health and wellness. It also, it does help you manage your weight. It definitely helps with blood pressure, heart health. The big, big one here is digestion. Having right. some time when there's, when your stomach isn't constantly processing food, it actually helps things, you know, flow much smoother, if you will. So digestion is a big, big thing that can improve with intermittent fasting that I think a lot of people struggle and have issues with. Yeah. Um, so number two. Wait, wait, no, I'm, I'm, oh, so, sorry, you have another yeah, you have another one. One? One more point. Yeah, you have an, so one I more thought point. you were done just because no. you were done. No, no, I was, thinking, I was giving you room to talk. I thought you were going to say something. Um, no, I don't need... <laughs> keep going. But no, so while all of these things, uh, intermittent fasting can help improve, This is some of these things are true of many different diets, not specifically unique to intermittent fasting, right? Like other diets can also help with blood pressure. Other right. things can also help with heart health. Um, so this, a lot of these aren't specific to intermittent fasting necessarily, but they are all benefits. And I think that helping with digestion and different neurodegenerative disorders are two big ones that are more unique to intermittent fasting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, allowing allowing, allowing your body to, to, to be a little empty in that way. Yeah. Okay. Moving on here. Number two, um, intermittent fasting. Um, it has a positive uh, impact on your thinking and your memory. Right. Yes. So it boosts memory. It boosts brain health. Um, and those are things that aren't often talked about when we talk about diets. I mean, like mm-hmm. the effect of food or lack of food or, or just intermittent fasting and all that on the mind. And I think that it's really important to start to bring that into into the conversation because a lot of people when they fail on diets it's not a failure of, of the physicality of it it's the failure of the uh, of the mind and its relationship to food so i think that like intermittent fasting can have these sort of mental benefits of just like boosting uh, um, like we said like i just said boosting your memory and boosting your brain health and studies actually do show a very strong correlation between intermittent fasting specifically and brain health, um, which might not be your major focus when you're thinking about exercise and nutrition. You might be like, I just want to lose weight or I just want to lift heavier or whatever. Or I want to run faster, whatever your goal might be. But if you know us, we're really all about longevity and how the mind and the body really are connected. So while brain health might not be like your top priority when it comes to fitness and exercise and wellness, like it kind of should be up there, right? Like it's something that has a massive, massive impact on quality of life, especially as we age. And it's something that should be talked about more, what the positive impacts of certain diets or certain kinds of movement or exercise have on brain health. So there are a lot of studies that show intermittent fasting to be be kind of ahead ahead of the curve on this one. Yeah, and I think that everybody, you know, no matter what diet or whatever it is or what you're putting into your body, I think you should really start to pay attention to what it does to your mind. Like, how do you actually feel? Like, do you, especially if you're having a very sugary sort of diet, you know, like those are prone to like moments of high energy and then crashes, right? And like, what is that doing to you mentally in those moments? So it, it, when we talk about food, when we talk about diet, when we talk about these things, even exercise, um, always pay attention to what it's doing to your mind as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, so getting into point number three now, this is actually uh, our favorite and a big one here is intermittent fasting is not restrictive. So as we kind of touched on earlier, most major diets, let's use paleo or keto or like Atkins, South Beach, whatever. Most of these major diets restrict calories and or major macronutrients that the body needs. So for example, keto restricts carbs basically all the way, right? And it's like your body needs those things. Your body needs calories. Your body needs proteins, fats, it needs all of these things and most diets get you into calorie deficit which is the only way to lose weight it's not really about whether or not you're eating more carbs or more protein or more fat it's about the number of calories that you're eating and being in calorie deficit in order to lose weight most diets do that by cutting out a food group completely and that's something that we strongly strongly stand against and do not recommend so that's why intermittent fasting is great because within your eating window you can eat normally like within a normal calorie range you can eat carbs you can eat all of those things right and if weight loss is your goal do you still need to be in a calorie deficit to reach your goal yes like it's not a free-for-all right it's not like oh i'm only eating eight hours a day so i can eat four thousand calories and that's totally fine like no it's not how that works but 
it does allow you to eat more normally during your eating window. Yeah, and it allows you to listen to your body as to what it wants. You know, I feel like, yeah, like we've said, anything that's too restrictive, I am not a person that does well with restrictions. I don't like it. It feels like I'm trapped in a box and I hate it. So I think what this does is it says, oh, okay, not that I can't eat certain foods, right? But like, let's say I want a cupcake or something like that. It's like, no, rather than telling myself, no, I can't eat a cupcake. I'm like, just wait until, you know, after 11 and then I can have it, you know? And I think that's just mentally an easier thing for me to, to do, to like, wait to delay the gratification rather than say like i cannot have this at all it just gets my rebellious side going and all of a sudden i'm like just you know covered in frosting (laughs) because he's he's like passed out on the floor like Like, frosting on his face tiana will like no like there's a i put frosting in the freezer and i eat it like this is what i do this is like tiana which is which is like side story is what i did when i was in like eighth grade every friday in middle school my friends and i would sit by the pool and eat frosting out of a can brandon exactly. does this now as a 32 year old so you know, which is super you healthy know. which is great <laughs> but i'm just saying that like you know it's just to say that there are certain things that i certain foods that i'm not going to give up do you mean there are certain foods that i'm not any if you're telling me like you have to give up steak or you have to give up this this kind of food or whatever it is like i i don't have the I, I don't want to do that. I don't even want to attribute it to willpower. I just don't want to do that. That's not the way I want to live my life. That does not spark joy um, <laughs> and all of that, you know? So I think that the intermittent fasting, it puts less of the focus on the specific kind of food. It doesn't make me feel bad for liking food or for liking certain foods. You know, yeah. it just says, hey, bro, just only do it between these hours, you know? Yeah. And then maybe I don't feel like after 8 p.m. like after 8 p.m. I probably shouldn't be having sugary things anyway because then I'm going to be up and I won't right. be able to go to sleep you know it, it just right. changes the focus uh, uh, yeah it just changes the focus in my mind yeah and I think that overall I think a lot of us have some like food hang-ups and food issues just from the culture that we're in or you know whether we've engaged in different yo-yo diets or restrictive eating plans, things like that. But intermittent fasting can be a great way to heal your relationship with food and come into a healthier, more like moderate approach to it because you're not demonizing any sorts sorts or certain kinds of foods. Like I know for myself, like there are things that like I enjoy like pasta and donuts and all the like, now do I eat those things every day? Like, no, but if I wake up and I'm like, I really want a donut one day, to your point, Brandon, about like delayed gratification, I do try to delay rather than running right out to Dunkin' Donuts. It's like, okay, do I really want a Dunkin' Donuts or do I really need a coffee and some food in my stomach and then I'll move on? But if it's like still kind of like lingering there, it's like, just just have the fucking donut. Like it's, yeah. you're, you're gonna be fine. Now is this to say, go out and eat five donuts or have a donut every day? Like absolutely not. And again, if you do, if you are trying to lose weight, you do still need to be in a calorie deficit, meaning you are eating less than you are burning in order to lose weight. That is still true. However, you can have a donut and still lose weight if you are if you're if you're doing that, if you are within yeah. that calorie deficit, and yeah. intermittent fasting can be a great way to allow yourself to have some of these things that you love and that, you know, we've been made to f- 
feel like you have to completely cut this out of your diet or only have it on like one cheat day, but then you still kind of feel bad about it and then go for a run after to work it off, right? And that's not, that's just like not a healthy no. relationship to have with food. So what I love about this is that I can, you know, I can be very type A and very obsessive, but with intermittent fasting, you don't have to obsess over it or be so, so, so strict with yourself. There is wiggle room and you don't have to do it perfectly in order to see results. So like, say for example, you're, you know, you're out with friends and you eat later that day and you're like, oh, well, I messed up my schedule for the next, like, all you need to do is go to bed and start over the next day. Exactly. It's not like you've undone all of your progress. Like you, it's something you don't have to be an extremist about in order to see progress and results. Exactly. And that, and that brings us to point four, which is that um, intermittent fasting is conductive to a social life. Yes. You know, it's, it's because it is not as restrictive as to what you're eating and you can be flexible about it. Really, you're just trying to make it so that you get those 16 hours of fasting in, right? So if you go out with friends and you're out till 10 p.m. or midnight, you just know that like you have to add 16 hours of fasting onto that, right? Like it's not something that you, like when you're out with friends and you have to be like, oh, I, I, I can't eat that or I can't drink that, or I can't do this, or I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that you have to think about in that way. You just get to live your life and do sort of what you want, and then just add the fasting hours on to the next day. And because, I mean, we've all been at a dinner or a birthday party or just hanging out with friends in general when you're, like, trying to diet or eat well, and it's, like, kind of torture, right? You're kind of, like... (laughs) the only person that isn't eating cake or like all you're looking at is like the chips all night trying to like make yourself walk away from the table like that isn't any fun and what I do like about intermittent fasting is it does allow you to have a social life and to because again we're not demonizing any kinds of different food groups so it does allow you allow you to hang out with friends to go out to eat to live normally in that way and so like let's say this is actually perfect for like you know maybe not now in COVID times or whatever but Again, say you go out to dinner late. You say you finish at like 10 or 11 at night. I don't know. And then you come home, you sleep in, and then you wake up the next morning and you meet friends for brunch at like two or three. Like that's perfect. It <laughs> kind of, it right. kind of like that, right? Sometimes even just like sleeping in after a long night out, like that kind of can get you to the intermittent fasting hours that you're trying to hit you know and on those days too like maybe you don't do the full 16 to 8 maybe you were up late and you don't want to wait until five o'clock to eat which is totally valid and normal so maybe on that day you do a 12 hour window instead of a 16 hour window like there is a lot a lot of flexibility here that makes it very doable for a regular social life right which i think is just better than you know when you before like if you eat something you go out the night before you're like thinking about the workouts you have to do the next day or over the course of the week to like burn it off right like it's something that like you have to it's like a torture you do to yourself rather than just saying okay i just have to put off eating for a, a couple hours tomorrow and then move forward from there right And then we're bringing us into point number five, intermittent fasting increases energy and physical performance. So in terms of your workouts, there are studies that show that those who fast regularly like this lose more fat while maintaining muscle mass because those hours when you don't have food in your stomach, your body is utilizing your body fat in order to live its life. So it's not pulling from the food in your stomach already. It is 
burning off the fat that you already have. So it can be a great way to maintain muscle mass while losing fat. It can boost your energy. We we already talked about digestion and brain health and focus and things like that, all of which play in to having better workouts and recovering better as well. So it can really take your workout to the next level and have you just feeling better overall. Right. And I mean, I, I think that we also just have to remember that like hunger is not death. You know what I mean? Like feeling a little bit hungry is not death. It's just your body telling you that like, hey, we we are going to have to essentially rely on our fat stores right now. I mean, that's how I kind of look at it is that like when I'm hungry, it's my body being like, hey, um, we don't have any food in us right now. So we're just going to rely on the stored energy that we, we put away on you. Right. You know, I think just kind of like switching the mentality around it. It's just like you have excess stored energy in fat and hunger is just your body letting you know that it's going to switch over into that mode of working. Right. Yeah. And I think that it's something that physically can have a lot of great benefits, mentally can have a lot of great benefits and, you know, increase your workout performance, make you feel better in your regular life and still be able to have a social life and not restrict things. And it's a flexible plan, which I think is the key to being able to sustain something long term. Yeah. And Um, I think that with the with the hours that like you're kind of eating in there, those are like very high metabolic hours as well. Like your body tends to burn more energy in the middle of the day than it does towards the end of the day, just because you're you're more active. Like, you, you know, evolutionarily speaking, you you know, human beings were more active like in the middle of the day. When the sun was up. When the sun was up, right? Like that's <laughs> when we are active. That's when we, we're not nocturnal animals. I mean, some of us, um, New Yorkers <laughs> once again. Uh, but like you are, your body is more prepped to burn energy in the middle of the day. So if you eat something in the middle of the day, your body is immediately going to try to use that rather than to put it away um, as far as fat. You mean put it away in the, in the form of fat. Yeah. So like these are the these are the times in the middle of the day that you want to eat just naturally rather than at the end of the day or at the or, or at night, which is kind of the opposite. You know, if you're a working person, sometimes you skip lunch. Right. Or you'll right. skip foods in the middle of the day. And that's uh, that's the worst time to skip eating. You should be eating during those times when the sun is up and your m- metabolic rates are the highest. Right. And, you know, I mean, a few, you know, small disclaimers here, like there are people who should not do intermittent yes. fasting. So no, it's not for everyone. Kids under 18, number one, um, nah, if you're eat, pregnant, eat dog, eat yeah, if, if you're, if you're pregnant, under 18 and you're going, sorry, sorry, sorry. If you're under 18, you know what I mean? And you're going through puberty, like just eat, get some food. Yes. So children under 18, pregnant women, um, if you have diabetes or blood sugar issues and you rely on regular food and you know all of that make that this is not for you also as we kind of touched on at the beginning if you have any history of eating disorders or obsessive compulsive kind of like eating habits definitely monitor yourself and this might not be a good plan for you and that's okay because not everything is for everybody and so definitely know yourself and if you're if you're if you have questions speak to your doctor because you know we are not your doctors obviously so make sure you cover those bases this this is not about eating as little as possible no, right? absolutely like that's, not. Intermittent fasting is not about eating as little as possible or seeing how long you can go without no. eating. Right? No. It's about eating within certain hours and not eating within other hours. And this specifically is, during your eating hours, like 
you are eating eating again a normal amount of food so it's not like a test of like how long can i go without eating and how little can i eat like you said like absolutely not if anything this is a way to be like i need to make sure i'm eating all the calories that I need. So let's say for the average person, 2000 calories a day, I need to make sure I'm getting all these calories in within this window. It is absolutely not a competition to see how little you can eat or how long you can stretch your fasting. Like absolutely not. That's actually a way to get into some real health problems. So this is a way- It's not a competition. Not a competition, no. And this is a way to just focus your eating within a certain time period in order to maximize different health markers, increase your metabolism, rely on fat stores at various times, improve digestion, get the body, you know, working optimally, boosting your brain health. These are all the great benefits that you can see from it, but only if you are actually eating normally in those other hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, just, yeah, just in conclusion, I mean, just remember that, um, the, the, I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is just about, it changes the focus from what you're eating to when you're eating. And I think that that is the most powerful thing for me. It's just about like when, not the food itself, not making food the enemy, not doing any of that kind of stuff, but really just focusing on the time. Yes. And the goal is overall to increase your quality of life, not become your life. So don't obsess over it. Don't go crazy. Remember, you don't have to do this perfectly to see results. It's just a tool that you can utilize, whether it's every day or just sometimes in order to see some pretty great health. Exactly. Just another tool in the toolbox. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. As always, if you have any requests about what you want to hear us talk about, definitely let us know. Send us a message, fire and voice on Instagram, and we look forward to hearing from you. Peace.